JR Dub Nation coming at you from the Duluth Weirman Media Studios in Minnesota. So I know when I do these episodes, it kind of gets hot in here. I get hot because I have to call all the fans off in the AC for the mics. Today we're talking on today's episode of the JRW Audio Experience, we're talking about enduring objects and we're talking about becoming enduring object enduring objects that are immortal and sustaining. And if you look at the galaxies, I'm in the middle of working on a bunch of NFT projects. Hey, Peter, I'm in the middle of working on several NFT projects and I'm researching galaxies. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to articulate and I'm going to make the gal, the like new frontier galactic galaxy collection. And I'm going to take these intimate, all the, most of these uh, galaxies, like the Andromeda galaxy is one of the most colorful, intimate and exotic universes that exist. And it is incredibly voluptuous and colorful and absolutely brilliant and gorgeous and beautiful and exotic. And once you understand all these galaxies that are out there, that they're sources of light. And a lot of the universe, only nine, we're only observing 6% of the universe because the universe is being pushed and pulled apart upon birth. And a big part of the conversation about becoming an enduring object for me and becoming immortal is living in that space of, of love and living in that intimate and exotic space that connects and is connected to the womb. Because at the end of the day, my love limbo theory is that space. It's the space in between dark and grounded state and negative or or selfish or egotistic and entropic or it's the excited state and it's light and it's bringing light to people and you're shining light and love into people's lives and you're being positive and you're being constructive and not destructive and you're building people up rather than tearing them down and that is the space in between there you're unobservable in quantum leaps i mentioned this in another episode you you're unobservable in that space you're in new, you're like a neutral space and you're not observable and that is the space where you can endure the most but you it also is the space where you have to be the most humble disciplined courage have courage commitment respect and all those things because you have to live minimalistically in order to be in that space and then when you're detached from the chaos of the universe and the world and you're in your creative healthy space shining light at scale that is where you can impact reach and influence the most people and doing good and positive and, and pushing people to do the same and influencing others to aspire, dream and succeed at scale, which is what the game is here at Weirman Media. Inspire, dream and succeed at scale. So the galaxies, the Andromeda galaxy and the Milky Way are on a collision course. A lot of these galaxies have been around for billions of years. It's super interesting. I love studying stuff like this. A lot of people aren't that interested in it, but when you start to realize that there's a galaxy that's been around for like four to five or six billion years, that's pretty powerful stuff. That means it's an enduring object. And a lot of the stuff I talk about on my show when I talk about my personal life experiences is empirical science. It is enduring. If someone is someone that is agile, flexible, and sustainable and enduring, they're going to be like water. And when I talk about that middle ground, as far as being agile and flexible and adaptable, that is the highest level of intellect. And that is the highest level of maturation and saturation of an organism or matter. Because when you're in that space, you're going to be able to somewhat in a sigma like sense, fluctuate like a standing wave of standing wave fluctuates up and down between excited and grounded, between grounded and excited state. So when you understand that, that is what Sigma represents and the eternal balance of being open to being both 
and, and fluctuating in between both. That's just the natural fluctuations of existence, of time, matter, and energy. We're going to have moments in life where we're in a dark state or we're around chaos. And you, I try to let a little bit of chaos in, but create boundaries. That's how I've gotten to a space where I can say yes to chaos and I still have an antidote for it. But moving forward, I realize that I'm actually in my best space when I have a, a solitude bunker or somewhere I'm creative and I'm disconnected from the chaos and the craziness of the everyday life and world that, that there is in 2021. So at the end of the day, though, becoming an enduring object, a lot of people need to start saying yes more and being more open. That's one of the key characteristics of the Weirman X model is openness. The others are courage, commitment, respect, and focus. But openness goes hand in hand with being an enduring object because I need to have my intuition. I need to be self-aware and in line with my intuition and listening to my intuition and the push and pull of the intimate and exotic force and pressure of of gravity. And I need to say yes to my natural intuitions and the push pull of my existence in the universe as far as gravity is pushing and pulling me via my intuition. And if I can align my intuition with the gravitropism of the universe, I'm living in an altruistic sense, in an empirical sense, existing, experiencing, interacting, and thriving and flourishing and enduring through those fun, exciting moments, but also those challenging, difficult, dark moments. Because at the end of the day, no one's going to be the darkest of stories are the greatest of stories. No one gets built up. The greatest warriors and the greatest leaders and the greatest people. If you look at the Bible, the Bible is the darkest, arguably the darkest story ever created. If you look at it, the Bible, it's incredibly dark in many senses. And to me, it's the rebellion. It's the rebound. It's the it's the growing. It's the recovery. It's the getting back up time after time after time that builds up someone's conditioning, fitness, and their endure and ability to be in, endure and have endurance and becoming an enduring, immortal, sustainable object. And it's just really cool because we're developing such rapid technologies that it's starting to get really interesting because technologies you're able to, like I do here, disconnect and, and I'm disconnected physically, but fictionally, I'm still broadcasting at scale. So in, in essence, I can be present in people's lives on a, on a micro and macro level and endure because I'm doing so I'm doing the, the operation I'm doing here is insurgent. It's minimalistic and it's humble. And I'm doing what I have to do to sustain, thrive and flourish. But I'm also continuing to try and build and do things, always taking action and trying to have strategy and trying to have some kind of structure and discipline. But at the end of the day, if I if I don't spend much money, it's not about how much you make. It's about how much you spend. Because if you spend more, you, you're not saving. So for me, I've realized, even though I ran a moving company and I made tons of money, at the end of the day, the moving company collapsed. And I had all these employees that weren't grateful. And I was trying to pay them like $25 an hour. And they were saying I was this terrible boss. And I'm like, so I started to realize that it's, all, it's more about being insurgent and sustainable and enduring as an organism that impacts and reaches people at scale, trying to inspire and push them to aspire and inspire them to aspire and dream and succeed at scale by sharing impactful, empathetic, humanistic stories in an empathetic, humanistic fashion. Because at the end of the day, that's our stories are our most valuable tool. 
And if you are someone that's been open, like I have two experiences, if I had a natural push or pull from gravity to push or pull me to Hawaii, I went, I booked the one-way ticket to Hawaii. When I had a natural push pull for me to go places, I just follow, I just say, yes, I'm just like, I'm, I'm open. I'm open to going places and I'm open to experiencing and trying and I'm open to failing. That's the biggest thing enduring objects you realize is when you fail and you fall down, but you sustain through it. And then you realize, wow, I'm built, I'm made of a lot of stuff. I'm resilient. I'm we're, we're incredibly resilient creatures. So at the end of the day, I'm looking at the enduring objects of the galaxies and I'm going to be creating characteristics around the galaxies that are enduring and intimate and exotic atomic galaxies or matter that are on collision courses with other intimate and exotic atomic galaxies. And it's going to be really cool and interesting because they're some of the most beautiful and the most brilliant epic matter. And, and it went uh, as far as photographs, it, it, it's hard to match. So I just think it's really interesting conversation and dialogue to push and have around because when you start to look at the galaxies and intimate and exotic atomic matter in my love limbo theory, it, it kind of goes hand in hand, all of it with becoming enduring objects with intimate and exotic matter, the love limbo theory and the womb and being th- pushed and thrust from the womb into the linear laws and existence of an egoistic entropic linear society where in an altruistic sense and in a, a non-egoistic entropic sense, you would be living more in line with the gravitropism and the differential growth that is natural within your ecosystem. And there would be more inclusive growth and there would be more dignity and security and a lot of other things that would be included in that. When you look at an ecosystem in nature, that it's, they all grow together inclusively. There's not just uh, one person or one family that's growing massively ahead of everyone else. Then everyone else is homeless and on the streets. We don't even realize it, but we massively benefit if we help others become enduring objects and become matured and saturated. And we elevate the level at which we operate, cooperate, communicate and create, because if we have less people that aren't that are needing to be pushed and pulled and, and brought up, then we are going to not have to have as many programs and inefficiencies and rigid bureaucracy and all these things. So it's just really important conversations and principled conversations to have. And I would love to hear what other people have to say about this when it comes to intimate and exotic t- matter and it comes to the love limbo theory and it comes to the womb and it comes to re- living in a singularity sense or ringularity sense which is ego and single me and ringularity selfless love and others and at the end of the day those are the two different states that are so important to, for us to talk about and understanding all these characteristics is something i continue i'm trying i'm continually trying to improve on and that is why i go live and i challenge myself to continually grow research and improve and test, measure, and develop via transparency and inspection and adaptation of my, my truthful insight of the society, but also self within that society. And by doing so, I'm detaching from my ego and myself, and I'm trying to learn, grow, and improve my rational perspective of the universe, time, energy, matter, and existence. So at the end of the day, it's really cool, fun, interesting stuff. And we're about to go through some of the most evolutionary changes in the history of existence. So at the end of the day, it's time to get on the the same page and become agile, flexible, and adaptive and sustainable, enduring objects that can sustain and flourish and thrive and become immortal homo deus matter.